0: You're listening to The Smartest Guys in Marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Smartest Guys in Marketing podcast here with your hosts, Chris Evans and Taylor Wells.
1: Hey, hey. It's a, it's a lovely, rainy, cloudy day here in Charlotte. It's kind of nasty in Nashville, too, to be honest, man. I'm ready to go to the beach. I'm ready for the Dominican. Yeah, we're taking our sales team and a couple clients to a resort in April to the Dominican Republic. We're going to do some training and some chillaxity. Sunday, some sunbathing. Yeah, some, some skin yeah. yeah. And my wife is not happy because... Well, we're pregnant right now, and um, she can't go to the Dominican because it's, like, right before April. Like, we're due in May. Because of Zika? Because of Zika. Yeah. So I said, look, babe, I'll send, you some, ni- send you some ni- nice pics, and, like, I'm just going to sacrifice for us on this one. Wow. But she didn't think that was funny at all. I was like, okay. You're man. thoughtful. You're so you know, thoughtful. I don't know why you're being ungrateful right now, babe. I've worked so hard for us. Lindsay, please, if you're listening to this, it was Taylor's idea. Dude, my wife is just amazing. Dude, she messaged me this morning and just gave me some some feedback. I don't know, like this is something we could probably talk about later, but I think there are a lot of entrepreneurs who they seem to not be in it together. They're not in it together. We could talk about this, like how how much should you be including your spouse in the decisions of a business? Because I think there is a balance here. It's not obviously cut and dry it's different for every person but you have a really healthy relationship with your wife i think our wives are our biggest advocates yep to be honest um, it's it's crazy how many people actually
0: ask this question yeah like this is a hot topic for entrepreneurs i think that a lot of people struggle with this especially if people who are kind of in the start-out phase but they haven't really hit it big and so their confidence lacks and they're Maybe the confidence from their spouse in them lacks. That's a lot of challenge there. 100%.
1: What's up, Emily? What's up, George? What's up, Ashton? Steve? We are streaming this podcast live today. So uh, if you're listening to this through the podcast app, every Tuesday around 9 o'clock central, we go live. You can attend these live. We do some question and answer. And we're eventually going to turn this into a talk show as well. We just got to get into our offices and things like that. What are we talking about today? You want to announce it? Vulnerability. The power of vulnerability. Vulnerability. But not what you think, the destructive power of vulnerability That's what I had it titled as. Whoa. I don't know if you that. That was pretty good. <laughs> Dude, I think this is just me. I was thinking this morning, there's this like movement about how powerful it is when you're vulnerable. And I was just thinking like, the, is it the point of growth and the point of life to systematically eliminate vulnerabilities? And we have it kind of wrong right now. We have this this idea that if you're a leader, you should learn to be vulnerable and you should try to be vulnerable. And it's not that uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm not advocating in, inauthenticity, authenticity, inauthenticity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> inauthenticity, T. T. You did that wow. real good. <laughs> real good. What I'm saying is that, like if you describe an animal as having a lot of vulnerabilities, you're basically describing weakness. And if you have the same vulnerabilities over and over and over, it means you're not growing. And I think it's a problem in today's marketing environment where people are just basically using a hack called vulnerability, but you really look at, peel it back and go a a level deeper and people aren't growing and therefore they have the same vulnerabilities over and over. It's not a good thing for you to be vulnerable, to not understand what could take you out of the game. So I just want to wrap on this a little bit and talk about how we prepare like we're preparing for some economic stuff right now. We're changing a little bit of our business structure because we've sat down, we've isolated. Here are some of our vulnerabilities, and we're fixing them. Anyways, I think the other thing is people use as use that as an excuse to not fix
0: their problems and their issues. Yeah, they just they just call it. Oh, I'm vul- I'm just being vulnerable. Going to be vulnerable I'm here just for a just minute. Be vulnerable. Yeah. Right. But, and so we again, we're like we we have to distinguish. It's different. Like being vulnerable versus versus authentic and truthful about your business. Yeah, there's power in realizing the issues and confronting them and dealing with them. But just like putting up with the issues consistently and just calling it, oh, I'm just being vulnerable. That's a problem, right? Like to me, that equals death eventually in your business. It's a big the statement. pack is going to eat you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so probably the easiest way to break this down is like, you know, when you share something, like you get something off your chest, it feel, it makes you feel better. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of neuroscience behind this because it actually takes a lot of energy to hide. We're pack animals. We're very oh, tribal. Good. It takes a lot of energy for us to feel like we have to hide. And when you're able to to lower your defenses and lower your walls, there's a lot of good chemicals that get released and your brain can now go back to what it does best, which is not helping you grow. It's protection of resources. Your brain is not designed to help you grow. It's designed to help you not burn through your glucose supply, (laughs) right? We have to be a little bit evolutionary about this because our brains are not really put in us to help us be the best we can be. They were put in us to avoid the freaking tiger that's going to eat us if we're not aware. And so there's a good feeling that comes when you get something off your chest. What I see in entrepreneurs is they they become to they're they're addicted to that good feeling, rather exactly. than being addicted to actually the process of growing through that. And so we see this all the time with clients: is they'll have vulnerable posts and then they'll list everything that they hate about themselves in their lives. And they feel better then they stop there, and that is the greatest sin. The sin is not necessarily in being able to lower your defenses and be vulnerable, because it does feel good when you say, "Hey, here's what I'm struggling with." And people love you, anyways. That's a good feeling. Yeah, it's a horrible feeling to repeat the same vulnerabilities over and over because people just stop at that good feeling rather than saying, hey, don't just tell me, oh, it's going to be okay. Don't just rub my head and tell me how pretty my hair is. That's not what I want from this vulnerability post. I want you to make me better. And oftentimes the process of making somebody better by dealing with their vulnerabilities feels very uncomfortable because you have to have that conversation with someone. Hey, this is not okay. You know, vulnerability posts alert. Okay. But stay here.
0: Yep, and I think we live in a society too where it's celebrated. It's celebrated to stay where we are. Right, that's the easy thing. That's the risk-free thing. Just have issues, whatever, but you don't deal with it. You don't fix it. You don't progress. You don't raise the bar. You don't raise the standard in your life, and that is a problem. That's a major, major issue. Or you will eventually die. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say there? <laughs> I just don't want to like, get too negative on faith,
1: uh, yeah. All right, cool. Three steps. You ready for this? Three steps. Do it. What kind of questions do you want us to ask, Steve Bruce says? That's a good question for you to answer. And then ask the question. I don't know. You don't have to ask anything if you don't have any questions. We don't need you to ask questions to be satisfied. Ask whatever you want.
0: And it could be related to this or not. But whatever moves you closer to a solution in your life or business.
1: Yep. All right. We're talking about vulnerability and how actually the point of growth is, uh, to eliminate your vulnerabilities as much as you can. So I think there are three things that we could talk about that will help you for one, share it, then fix it. Yep. Share it, then fix it. Don't become a bear. There are a lot of just people Mm. who just, they're getting a lot of, they're getting a lot of social accolades and feedback because they're being vulnerable and people are like, Oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, I love you but then they get addicted to the sharing, but they never get addicted to fixing. I'm not addicted to sharing as much as I am addicted to working through something and coming out the other side. Yeah. So share it, then fix it. 100%. Anything to add there? We're going go to go number two. Number two. Number two, ask. Here we go. Ready? Ask for the dirty. Ask for the hey. dirty truth. Ask for the dirty truth. I, I really think this is a disease for our market and most people in general is we only want the comfy, feel-good feedback. If nobody is actually frustrating you or making you upset, nobody loves you. Nobody cares about you. If you're joining programs and they're like stepping around you and like tiptoeing around you because they don't want to hurt your delicate, fragile ego, that program doesn't actually care about you. They care about your credit card. Be very careful that you don't get inundated in this societal need to be puffed up and it's just stupid. It's not making you grow as for the truth. So how many times even in staff meetings with our team, have I both of us gotten on and been like, tell me the hard things. Do not tell me what I want to hear. Telling me what I want to hear cripples me. Can't make decisions. Tell me the hard truth, the reality so that I can make good decisions. See, yeah. Ask yourself if you're surrounded by
0: yes men. That could be in your business. That could be family, friends. Like if you only have people that say, Oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I understand. Right. That's important. But if it stops there, that's an issue. Like you yeah. will not grow outside of that. Taylor and I, like how often do we piss each other off? Dude, like yesterday. It's like once a day. Yeah. But it's like that is that friction iron sharpens iron. And so if you don't have that, you are missing an opportunity to grow, be better, and to hit that new level.
1: Dude, imagine, imagine being like a Navy SEAL sniper and you're about to go into occupied territory and your intel, they, only, they don't tell you anything dangerous. They only tell you, oh, it's going to be an easy victory. Oh, it's going to be easy. Don't, don't worry about it. You're, you've got this. You've got this, bro. Let me just Let me just encourage you for a minute, Navy SEAL sniper. Let me just inspire you for a minute. Dude, every all of them will be dead. Yeah. Victory is found in the difficult truths and being able to build tactics and strategies around those difficult truths. Don't come into our programs and be like, well, I just want you to talk nice to me. Right, we're not abusive, okay? But the, the point is not for you to be like flabbergasted on like inspirational words. That's not how it works. Yeah. Ask for the dirty. I want the dirty, man. Yeah just want a little bit of dirty in my life, you know? I think you have plenty of dirty in your life. Number one, two, share it, fix it. Ask for the dirty. Uh, number three that I have written down is mind your circle. Mind your circle. Make sure you're not spending time around people. I just had a conversation with somebody on our sales team. Uh, make sure, I'll tell you, you know what terrifies me, bro? There's only like a couple things that really scare me nowadays. One of the things that, that actually like I I think about and I'm worried about is that I will get into a circle that's complacent and I won't actually notice when I slow down. Because mm. we move at a clip that's, like un- that's difficult to believe. Like, and so there are times when we get tired and burned out and I don't ever want to reach for a circle that just makes me content. I don't want to hang out with people that are like, man, you're so awesome. You've done such a good job. Like, h- How have you accomplished everything you've accomplished? I want to be in a circle where I'm like, dude, I kind of suck. Yeah. I could do more. I think your support system should spur you on to be better. It shouldn't necessarily just make you feel like you're a baller. Right. Absolutely. We, we invest a lot of money for this too. Whoa. Is that like $20,000 right there you just carry around in your pocket? Dude, no, I just keep it on my desk because I haven't had time to go to the bank and deposit it. Unless I like to have that much money. Dude, I could buy I could buy a Starbucks a day for like a year and a half and not even worry about it. One day, one day. And if you could, yeah, if, you just, joined, if you join CK, you too could buy a Starbucks a day
0: <laughs> for at least a year and a half. I think something that's really important is accurate vulnerability. Like this goes back to why are you even posting on Facebook? Why are you communicating the things that you are communicating? Is it because you are going to get a high from the pity that? like Carabelle said in the comments, like you desire and you need pity or attention, or is it really like an accurate, vulnerable assessment? Like this like really is the issue, the weak spot in my life or in my business that needs to be addressed. So make sure the thing that you are posting about, one, you're asking yourself, like, why am I posting about this? Why am I communicating about this? Whether it is, you know, over the phone or an email, whatever it might be, a text message uh, to other people. Like, why? Why am I doing that? And the second thing is, is it accurate? Is it going to move you forward to fixing the issue and the problem? And is that the problem, the issue that you need to fix in your life and business right now? Right? Because there are vulnerabilities that like, really, you're okay to just like, keep that problem, keep that issue for a while. It's not the priority that you need to
1: fix. I don't know what you're about that. Dude, that's truer than truth, man. If you can climb a mountain, is the tallest mountain in the world. And as far as you can see, that truth would be further than <laughs> at the top of that mountain. Um, Emily says, how do you strike the balance of support slash truth telling? My clients are insecure, unsure, doubting themselves because they listen to society versus the right messages. Do you have thoughts on that or do you want me to hit it? Yeah, I do have thoughts. It, please take us away, man. I think number one is leadership.
0: Right, like They have to see you leading the way. They have to see you as the ultimate example of that. You have to display that example for them in your life, in your business first and foremost. A lot of times, like we hear this from clients all the time. Right? They deal with this stuff all the time with their clients. And it's because they don't have the crap fix in their own life. And so they're projecting that and they're setting the wrong example for their clients. So that's one. And then two, I think, is culture. Like you after you've you've established that in your own life for yourself, then you you mentor a group of people, your clients. So it could be your team, it could be a core group of clients who essentially you disciple and how they should act, behave, and approach these topics. And then what you'll see, like, do we have an amazing culture, right? Because we really hard on it too. We put our, our tails off. Our little fannies. Our fannies, our fanny packs. So to me, those are two like really important things.
1: Yeah, let me hop on the second one. And this is a writer downer. It's like, dude, buy a whiteboard or write this down. Leading from a place I haven't been is disingenuous. Mm. And it will cause fallout. Maybe not right now, maybe not next week, maybe not this year. Uh, but telling people that you can, like it, this this is the problem is like you can't really systematically build a defense around trying to teach someone something that you don't know to be real yourself. And so what you're talking about is like living it out, man, I can, I can actually be very difficult and hard with certain clients because when I'm telling them that they have to fix their routines. I've done the hard work of fixing my routines. And uh, I was talking to a buddy yesterday who's a big sales trainer and he's very good. And we were talking about energy and the wavelengths of energy, you know, they can put, um, they can put a measurement on you now, and you, can, they'll tell you to think a thought, and it will actually rate on a computer, and they can tell you, you're thinking some, you're thinking apathy, or you're thinking love, or you're thinking selflessness, or courage. They can actually rate our thoughts based on the spectrum of vibrations coming out of this machine, and uh, they've proven now that thoughts are transferable. They can rate the energy of a book by putting this machine on you and rating your thought vibrations when you read the book. So it's not just a physical thing. It's a spiritual transference. Like right now I'm transferring a certain wavelength of energy to people. because They can hear my voice. And so when you, when you're trying to teach someone something that you haven't done, you're going to lack the conviction and conviction is an energy. It is an energy level. And you're not no, going to be able to move point. people across the line because you're just trying to manipulate them at this point. Mm. Sorry. <sighs> sorry. Sorry. not Sorry. 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 Oops. 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 All right. Cool. All right. Number one, share it. Fix it. Number two, ask for the dirty. You can get a coffee mug saying, I love the dirty. Taylor Welch. I <laughs> that would present a lot of questions.